1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Hey, we're to Busted Balls. I'm Pat Caputo, along with Evan Jenkins. Uh, our podcast here is about drafts, it's about prospects, and it's about the future. And sometimes, Evan and I, I know Evan loves the NFL draft and it's going to be in Detroit in 2024. Hopefully we can handle all those big crowds because Taylor Swift, it was hard to get in there to? to. most over. I'm not going to get into it. Don't get me going, Evan. It's going to be fine. Um, But uh, what are the Lions going to be like at that time? Well, we'll do some speculation and what are their needs? And with college all season, we'll do this a lot over the summer. We'll talk about players that you should probably watch. Now, I'm figuring, Evan, the Lions will be drafting 20 or later this year. All right. I think that's a fair assumption. What they were uh, with their pick last year, what were they at 18? They won nine games. I figure the Lions will be a double digit winning team this year, maybe make the playoffs. So it's a whole different dynamic than when they had the sixth overall pick or some of these other years uh, when they had third overall and we're in a position to take, you know, somebody that was at the top of the charts. And also I'm anticipating their roster, what their needs will be based on contract. And my conclusion here is that the Lions, after last year when they had no interest in really taking an offensive lineman, this year I think offensive tackle is gonna be at the top of their list. Granted, man, this is a zillion years in the future, and when I mention these guys, if I mention one that the Lions actually pick, Evan will be amazed. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, you know, there are some very good offensive linemen available in this draft. And the reason I say offensive line and offensive tackle is because of Taylor Decker. Taylor Decker is a mainstay for the Lions. He's one of the team leaders. He's an excellent player. This isn't a knock on Taylor Decker and saying they've got to replace him. But the Lions have finally gotten to the point where they have to look at players that they have and take players that could possibly fill their spot in the future. Taylor Decker, the way his uh, contract is structured, is he's uh, $9 million as a dead cap hit next year, and then the next year after that, his contract kind of fades away. He's going to be 31 years old. Offensive line, everything the Lions do is based on their offensive line. Their ability to run the football, to set up the pass, the ability to put their defense in really good positions, uh, field position-wise, and not have them out on the field forever. That's been their winning formula. So they have to cover the offensive line spot, particularly tackle. Now, they got Penny Sewell. There's a possibility of flip over to left tackle. I understand that. But you have to have a right tackle then. So how are you going to plan for that in the future? And if you're not drafting at the very top of the draft, and you've got pretty good edge rows already. Uh, where do you go with this? And uh, it seems like offensive tackle uh, would be the spot. Now these are the players to watch. Now, first of all, they're not going to get Joe Ald. You're going to hear him as the top tackle mentioned. The reasons why he's an incredible player. He plays for Notre Dame. Uh, it's Alt, six foot eight. Uh, you know, Oof. and he's got feet like a, a dancer, and he's strong. And he, he's going to go very high in the draft, uh, top five. Uh, he's the best offensive lineman, uh, actually, uh, that I've seen uh, since Penny Sewell uh, come out of the draft. Um, another player you're going to hear a lot about is J.C. Latham uh, from Alabama. Now, he plays right tackle. He did in the past. We'll see whether he's over to left tackle, uh, which could happen when the fall uh, comes here. But he is a player that's projected as a top dozen pick in the draft. Uh, again, you know, outstanding football player in the Alabama tradition. Uh, definitely has a first-round uh, type of grade. Um, another player, and, and these are the players that, uh, that uh, and another player that likely won't be there when the Lions pick if the Lions are successful. All right, But I mention those guys because it, it is possible that they may not have that grade a year and then those guys would still be in play for those picks, is uh, Ulu uh, Fashino, uh from Penn State. He's going to go in the top dozen players in the draft. You know, offensive lineman uh, run. So those are the top offensive linemen. He's an outstanding player. You'll see him this year uh, play against Michigan and Michigan State. Penn State has a very underrated team. Uh, I like the a look- there, actually. Yeah, their quarterback situation, has got better because they have a five-star kid coming in uh, from Clifford, and uh, they're really a team to watch. Uh, they could really cause a lot of problems for Michigan and Ohio State at the top of the conference, uh, and and that game is a very underrated uh, game. And you get to see them at Ford Field. Oh, that's uh, right. Beautiful. On Black Friday, uh, beautiful Ford Field. Uh, the line, they'll put the Nittany line in there instead of a – the lion one in the end zone. Uh, So those are the three premier offensive tackles. Uh, The player that I really like, all right, and just doing a a little bit of this compared to what I'm going to be doing the entire summer and fall and all things, uh, is a player from BYU. Uh, His name is uh, Kingsley uh, Sumataya. He is Swamataya. I'm sorry I pronounced it wrong. Uh, Swamataya, he's an offensive tackle, uh, it, along the lines of Penny Sewell, uh, big, thick, you know, athletic, uh, tough kid uh, that uh, you know plays in a program that uh, used to be high profile, but a little bit more off the radar right now. Uh, he's an incredible talent, and uh, he projects uh, to me uh, to be somebody you put out there: the right tackle, left tackle plays left tackle now, but you put him out there for 10 years and he's going to be a starter for you. You know, I, I don't know if he's as good as Sewell, but he's definitely in the same type of player and very similar uh, from what I can see. So there you go uh, for, for that. And another kid I would look out for is uh, uh, from Duke. His name is Graham Barton. Uh, he's a player that has risen the last couple of years. Uh, And he's a player that definitely is going to go first or second round, it appears, at this point. So, those are the offensive tackles. I'm figuring they're going to be looking for somebody to uh, groom to replace Decker at some point. You know, but offensive tackles often play till they're a little older. Decker is playing his best football. They may extend him again. There's all kinds of options, but these are the type of players, too, that you could. You kicked them inside; they wouldn't be overwhelmed. Right? They're all big, and certainly those uh, first three that I mentioned—you know, in uh, Alt, Latham, and uh, uh, Fashino from Penn State—those guys are premier players. And the kid from BYU, I wouldn't surprise me if he ends up being, you know, somebody that people are talking about in that line. And I like Barton from uh, uh, Duke. Just watching a little bit here. And I haven't watched the you know a bunch of tackles you know to the degree that I will at some point now, uh, and they're all highly rated by uh, you know Pro Football Focus or whatever draft. Uh, I don't I don't have anybody in there that's like way out of the way out of the uh, realm. Those guys are all pretty highly regarded by uh, people who've looked at the draft so far. Uh, another position uh, I know Lions offensive fans just love interior defensive linemen and with good reason uh you know they wanted jalen carter really bad and they just kept thinking hey man that's a weakness of the team and you know and and, and actually that's a position that they have to look at um uh Jerhan, uh newton from illinois is the best fit for the lions if uh the draft were held today now He is uh, considered the consensus best pick as an interior defensive lineman. He's the only one that looking at it at this point, uh, to me, seems like a first-round pick. And he could have come out in the draft last year. He decided to go back. Uh, But he led the nation last year with 15 pressures. And he had uh, 15 tackles for loss. Uh, he played very well in the Michigan game, uh, where they squeezed him. It was it was a nineteen to seventeen game in Ann Arbor, yep. if you remember correctly. Oh, I remember. It was part of a great defense, and uh, he's not big. All right, he's ideal for what the Lions like. Uh, it appears with that it's a it's a hybrid defensive end defensive tackle position. They run a three four. He'd be one of the uh, outside. Uh, three with the hand in the ground okay usually on the left side they do kick him into the middle sometimes uh but he's about he's he's kind of got the same build except he's a little bigger but aaron donald like build yeah that's what i was gonna ask is he like that clancy that came out this year like that he's bigger than him all right okay you know know, he's a good six he's bigger than he is okay actually though he's and I don't know what he's he's if he's gonna rip off a four, six, seven or whatever it is in the 40-yard dash, but he's very athletic and he gets low and he's strong. He's one of those guys that they really can't get their hands on, you know, kind of like a, a greasy pig there. You know, those offensive how like to grab at everybody and hold inside. He's he's really difficult to get your hands on. Uh, takes on double teams pretty well and certainly. Is a type of player that can push a little bit from the middle. Not that he's the best interior defensive lineman at this point, but that's a player that you're going to see this a lot in the fall, plays for a Big Ten program uh, to keep your eyes on. Also, uh, I think the next need that they have is corner, uh, with the fact that uh, only Sutton has a long term deal, uh, Mosley, a one year deal. You I don't know how they're going to use Brian Branch. Uh, we'll have to see if it'll be in a nickel corner. Uh, if if he, he's mostly in that uh, uh, slot, which could very well happen because of C.J. Gardner Johnson is a corner, or I mean a safety. Uh, we'll have to see what they do at corner. But they're you know their corners, and especially if they're drafting later, it makes more sense. You know people won't go freaking out. You don't take a corner through to overall. Well, you do twentieth uh, if he's a player. And there are three corners to watch here in the Big Ten. Uh, uh, Denzel uh, uh, Burke from Ohio State, he's going to go very early in the draft. And uh, Cooper DeJean from Iowa is an outstanding corner. And then the other one that I would look at is uh, from Penn State. Uh, He is somebody to look at as well. Uh, King. Is a, is a player to look at from Penn State as a potential uh, somebody that, uh, you know, is going to go in the first round and could be a pick for Michigan. Now, the best corner uh, in this draft is uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry uh, from Alabama, and he's also an extraordinary return man. I don't see him on the board unless the Lions have a bad season and uh, they'll be taken very early. And there's a lot of edge rushers in this draft. Now, you say, well, what would the Lions do if they got edge rushers? Well, the deep draft for edge rushers, the best one is Javid Verse uh, from Florida State. Uh, He's going to be a player to watch, and, you know, you'll hear a lot about him. And looking at the college programs, and, uh, you know, I'm writing a column about this. uh, You know, he's talking about Georgia as they should. Uh, everybody's talking about Alabama as they should. Everybody's talking about Ohio State as they should. Michigan's right there with those teams. I think Michigan's got the best chance to win a national championship of any time, and uh, partly because their quarterback is back and those other teams don't. But there are a lot of teams that have quarterbacks that are back that could break into it. So it could change the dynamic of things when it comes down to what happens with the college football playoff this year. Uh, Because if you look, Caleb Williams is the best quarterback in the country. USC is in a position where it could break break through. Now, their defense was absolutely horrific last year. You still have to have a good defense. And they've tried to add as as they can through the uh, transfer portal. I'd also watch out for a sleeper team is Texas. Quinn Ewers is an outstanding player. And uh, he's a quarterback and Texas is, you know, kind of silently gotten a little bit better every year. Uh, they haven't been able to break through, but this may be the year that uh, it's kind of like with the Jim Harbaugh, his first few years at Michigan where it looked like they were going to get better. And then and all of a sudden it happened for them. Uh, look out for Texas. It could be a year for them. They're a bit of a sleeper team. I don't know, you know, Drake May, uh, the quarterback from uh, North Carolina, if you were to project a draft right now, it would go Caleb Williams, Drake May. Uh, He's a tremendous player. Uh, But again, uh, just a word of caution, two years ago, uh, Sam Howell and Caden Slovis were supposed to be the one and two picks. And they turned out to be, uh, Caden Slovis ended up at Pitt, and uh, he's uh, uh, transferred since. You know he is like been everywhere, and uh, Sam Howell ended up going in the fifth round. So although he may be, he he's looking like uh, he's going to be the quarterback of the future for Washington, if you listen to a lot of people. Yeah. What I'm saying is the quarterback thing can change very very quickly, and there are a lot of transfers. You know uh, how good is Sam Hartman going to be at Notre Dame?
1: You know uh, he
0: was spectacular as a college player at wake forest and he led them to doing things that wake forest shouldn't be doing put him at notre dame he's got all he's got all these weapons and uh he could end up being like russell wilson when he went to wisconsin that year you know people don't remember russell wilson at nc state they i remember know. russell wilson at wisconsin and that, that's happened on a, a number of occasions uh, with different players so and the transfer portal has been absolutely crazy. J.J. Uh, McCarthy will be the best quarterback in the Big Ten. He should be. Uh, but the kid, uh, the McCord from Ohio State, is, you know, he's compared to Matthew Stafford coming out of high school. He's been there two years. He's got a rocket arm. And uh, he beat out Devin Brown there. But he's not a bad quarterback. Uh, he could end up moving. Right now it appears that Tanner Mordecai, a transfer from SMU at Wisconsin is the second yeah. best quarterback, and to show you how maddening it is, and to try to figure out, and I don't know Lions. They took Hendon Hooker, so I would assume they're not looking for a quarterback because he's going to be developed, uh, you know, by next year uh, once his injury and all that happens. So I don't see him in the market for a quarterback at that point of the draft. We'll have to see. I mean, everything changes so much. But uh, another quarterback uh, that uh, I would sit back and I would look at, well, you know, what's his NFL potential? Uh, You'll see him at Michigan State. It's Michael Penix, Jr. And they also have a great edge rusher in Braylon Trice uh, that is going to be on a lot of NFL boards and could be a potential pick for the Lions uh, at some point in the draft, depending on where they're picking. But to make a long story short, Evan, it's offensive line because of the Decker situation and the importance of that in the way they do things there, that's been their calling card. So it wouldn't be like, Hey, get rid of Decker. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're drafting later, uh, tackle is going to definitely be in play and then uh, interior defensive line. And there'll be some players that emerge. I'm just telling you that uh, Kushan uh, Newton is by far the best one coming into this year. And then uh, you also have a situation where the only corner that's signed long-term is Cam Sutton. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to see what happens with Emmanuel Mosley coming off the ACL. He's an excellent player if he's healthy. And uh, what Branch's role is uh, for the Lions. Uh, he's an excellent player. Uh, he is capable, I think, of uh, at least playing uh, nickel corner and maybe even corner. depends mm-hmm. on what they do. So. Uh, And they got some depth. Uh, Tracy Walker is going to be on the team because of his contract next year. Uh, appears, And uh, obviously, uh, Kirby Joseph did pretty well. I think uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson came to the Lions uh, to get an opportunity uh, to show what he can do uh, because he kind of got this uh, by uh, Philadelphia when he didn't sign right away and they ended up going back with Bradbury, the corner, and they just didn't have the cap space for him. So uh, he's a possibility as a long term deal for the Lions. He's young. He's only 25 years old and he hasn't been paid yet. He was a fourth round draft pick. He he's a really he was a great college player in Florida. He really was, I thought. So uh, and he's certainly been outstanding in the NFL. So if you look at the Lions roster, it's it's pretty damn good. It really is. So uh, that's how I look at it when they're going to 2024. And by the way, man, it's going to be so exciting that the draft is in Detroit. And uh, I I would tell everybody to enjoy that, you know, don't listen to this like, oh, is Detroit going to be able to handle it and everything. I've been to Kansas city. I've been to Kansas city. All right. And uh, you know, Kansas city is a wonderful town. I never ripped these other towns because we have our problems. So do they, but Kansas city is no major metropolis of wonderfulness. So better than us. Uh, They had it in Cleveland. So, you know, when people talk about it, uh, you know, like we're not gonna be we had a million people down at Hart Plaza uh when the Pistons and the Red Wings won championships. And downtown Detroit is like 10 times better than it was. And I'll say this about Detroit too, for all its its problems and it has a lot. Uh, it's good to have events down there like Michigan State playing a game against Penn State on Black Friday. Whatever you feel about it, maybe Michigan State fans don't like it, but it's good for Detroit. And there's a lot of Michigan State fans that actually like it. I'm all and for it. Yeah. And you got, yeah, you got all those people coming in from Pennsylvania, and Penn State's going to have a good team. They might be playing for something. And it's so, indoors. Yeah, and it's indoors. Yeah, by the way evan you you've gone to a few of those Penn state, Michigan state games when it's not on the radar, you know it's brutal I mean a couple of years ago we had a snow delay with lightning. We were there for yeah. like eight hours so- you know and, uh, and the, other, you, the thing is you you didn't get to go to actual Penn State like I had to do back in the day. oh man, what a trip you know <coughs> excuse me it's it's uh pretty uh pretty rough there, so. Enjoy these events uh, in Detroit, and the draft is going to be great. I can't wait for the 2024 draft, as you know. I'm already looking at it, <laughs> and I'm kinda, with a, Even with the baseball draft coming up, and the NFL, uh, NHL draft, and the NBA finals, and uh, Stanley Cup finals just ended this week, and of course, baseball season rolling, I can't wait for football to start. I mean, I I know it's only June, whatever. But uh, I can't wait for football to start. And I know, uh, Evan, you love football, too. So, oh, yeah. And uh, a reminder, uh, like us on Apple iTunes, subscribe, uh, Google Play Store, uh, odyssey.com. I uh, appreciate the, uh, uh, the following. So does Evan. Uh, we're in this together. Evan does a great job helping with everything around here. You're the best, man, I got to tell you. Well, thanks. Appreciate it, Pat. And, uh, you know, until next time.